Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our friend Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic is standing by. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good. Good morning. How you guys doing? Everything's great. You have a great piece up about Jordan Cairo, who will participate in the fastest skater competition. It's a really interesting story because I think, JR, we just assume that when a guy gets drafted, that that's the skater that he is, and that's certainly not the case with Cairo, is it? No, with a lot of these young players, I remember with Vince Dunn, Randy, a few years ago, uh, hearing about how he would, you know, skip uh, things growing up. You know, his friends are getting together, they're going out, they're going on a camping trip, and he would just uh, stay home and and go to see his uh, skating coach. And so they put a lot of time and hours, obviously years, into uh, getting drafted. And and then they show up here in St. Louis, and you see they're such phenomenal skaters, some of them like Jordan Cairo, and you know that a lot of work went into it. And so with him going to the all-star game and being in this fastest skater competition, I was able to uh, have a chat with John Stanbrook, of course, the great skating coach in the area. He's the blues skating coach and just have him explain exactly what technically uh, and also physically makes Jordan Cairo such a great skater. And some of the things he said were just uh, enlightening. He said, even, you know, he's just 196 pounds. You know, when I say just, you know, I, I keep that relative to me, which uh, <laughs> is a lot more than that. Uh, but he's got a lot of power. He's he, He's got a lot of drive and, see him at the mall in his street clothes you wouldn't pick up on that but he does have a lot of power also the one thing that john told me fast twitch muscle another thing i don't have you know this guy just uh, can boom 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 down the ice so a uh, pretty fun article to, to write do you know who he's going up against in this uh, fastest skater competition will mcdavid yeah, be a part of it yeah so mcdavid's in there let's see uh, dylan larkin's in there uh, Cal McCarr in Colorado. Like, I just look at the list, and I'm like, I'm sitting in front of my TV at 6.30 tonight. But honestly, I do think that Jordan Kyrie, like Joey told you guys, he's got a chance to win this. Sometimes these young guys come in here and surprise everybody. I don't know that Jordan Kyrie's going to be able to surprise anybody with this speed. People have been seeing it for a year and a half now. Uh, but, Dan, that is some field that he's going to be going up against. Why is Jordan Kyrie as fast as he is? Yeah, I just think that uh, the physical attributes that he has, Randy, along with some of the things that uh, he's learned over the years, and that was another interesting part of the article, is that a couple years ago, Jordan Cairo is in San Antonio. He's got a hand injury. He's getting uh, some skates in with John Stanbrook, and John says that that, uh, Jordan Cairo said, I want to turn like Barzil. I want to turn like him. And so I I watched some film on Barzil, and it looks like what we see – with Jordan Cairo, and you know, I've asked Jordan Cairo a few times, do you pay attention to these these guys? A lot of times when you ask these blues players, you know, do you pay attention to the stars? They say, no, I want to be the best, you know, Ryan O'Reilly I can be, the best David Perron I can be. But when you talk to 
Jordan Kyrie, he says, oh, yeah, I watch Connor. You know, I watch Nathan McKinnon. I watch all these guys and, and try to take things from their game. And so here's an instance where, you know, what we see on the ice, Jordan Kyrou and Robert Thomas doing, they are mimicking what they see from some of these fast skaters. You just let me into Kyrou and Thomas. Why do you think they've taken their game, it seems like, to a, a different level this year? Is it, is it just experience, getting older, understanding the league? What, what would you put your finger on it with? Yeah, Danny, a couple things. Uh, you know, first, Robert Thomas, he bursts onto the scene that, that rookie year. He wins uh, the Stanley Cup. He was a big part of that third line, you know, I believe, playing with Bozak and, and Maroon. And, and guess what? The league's hard. And also, guess what? You got Shannon O'Reilly in, in front of you. You know, it's hard to gain that uh, that ice time and, and play a bigger role. Also, his conditioning. I think he, he went back and, and dedicated himself a little bit and came back in, in better shape. Uh, so I think that's why he's been able to, to look like a different player. And he already has the elite passing and, and we've seen more of that this year with Cairo, you know I think it was a little bit of seasoning I remember going down to San Antonio and watching him and, and and he had some growing pains and there were times when he was the most dynamic player on the ice and then he comes up to St. Louis and there's kind of a lack of awareness other than his offensive instincts there's a lack of awareness for the rest of the ice and I think he's learned that but the bottom line is once they start to prove themselves and get the coaches trust then they're going to get the ice time then the points are going to come. Then those roles are going to continue for those guys, and I think that's what we've seen this year. Jr. A lot of people that are Blues fans have head to, headed to social media. They've headed to your uh, site, The Athletic, and they respond to your articles by suggesting that the Blues should try to package Ville Husso in a trade for Jacob Chipkrin of the Arizona Coyotes. What would you think if the Blues would trade Husso? Yeah, you know, I, I think that'd be a tough decision for Doug Armstrong. You know, how is Jordan Middington going to play the second half of the season? What if Huso is the guy that, you know, kind of plays the, the better of the two goalies down the stretch and really runs with this thing? You know, if you're trading Billy Huso, um, you, you lose that, obviously. But he's going to be an unrestricted free agent, and he could leave after this year. He could find some opportunity, with, but, you know, a different team with uh, more playing time, more money, anything, and you lose him for nothing. Doug Armstrong has always been, I think, a type of general manager where he says you're not really losing him for nothing because you're getting him for those last few months of the season. Yeah, you don't get an asset in return, but you get that player. You know, and if Huso's going to play like this, maybe he can he can be that guy. Situation with Arizona and Chikrin, um, I'm not as familiar with the young goaltender in Arizona, but they, they do have a guy uh, up and coming. And also – you know, if, if Arizona makes that deal, they're going to want Huso re-signed. They're not going to make that deal and let him walk after the season. So, you know, any sort of trade uh, with those parameters, you know, Bill Armstrong would want to get Huso signed. Seems to me as well that if the Blues are all in, they can't do so with Bennington and Charlie Lindgren. All due respect to him. But if Bennington would go down or not regain his effectiveness, are you all in if you don't have Ville Huso on this roster? See, that's the thing. I think you almost have to have him on there uh, because he gives you a better chance to win. And you just don't know. Like, Bennington's an unknown with the consistency right now. He could come back and, and be great, and then all of a sudden you, you say, maybe we can't afford to, to trade Billy Hughes. So I know some people are going to disagree with that. You know, I'm not saying, you know, that's that's what they should do. I'm just saying uh, potentially. But to me, you need two goaltenders. And, and the thing is, you're right, Randy. You know, if, if you lose a, a Bennington, or let's even say that you lose a Huso, and Bennington's still not playing consistent, you know, what good's the rest of the team if they can't stop the puck? And so all these pieces come together to make this team. You can have the most deep forward group. You can go at a Chickering or whomever to help you on defense. Uh, but if you don't have that goaltending depth with a Bennington, with a Huso, and, and you know, even a Charlie Lindgren um, as depth, 
that then I think um, you could put yourself in a compromising position. So to answer your question, I do think that if you're going to try to win this thing, not knowing where Bennington is right now, you're probably thinking about hanging on to Billy Huso. We were talking off the air. It seems like an eternity since the Blues played, and it's only been since last Saturday, and they won't play for another six days. This is really a long layoff. I, I think it's going to be fascinating how they come back. Yeah, 11 days off, uh, Danny, and we thought we were going to get a you know long break because of the uh, Olympics, sure. uh, but, but, but not playing in the hockey so, in the Olympics. So now you have a situation where had a couple games uh, postponed, and so now they're going to get those back on the schedule. And first one will be, what, on the uh, 10th, February 10th against New Jersey. And then they're going to play 38 games in 79 days. Um, you know, it's going to be a grind down the stretch. You know, I heard uh, Craig Bruby on with the fast lane a couple days ago, and, and he said, yeah, a little bit too long for his liking. He wants to get these guys back. You know, they'll practice relatively soon. The guys got away this past week, uh, but after the All-Star break, probably get back together in St. Louis and, and start to skate. So, it's going to be fun. But, yeah, you're right. A lot of time off right now. JR, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. And uh, have a great weekend. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, guys. See you. That is Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday. And as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.